0: Well, Malik, it's like my mom always said, you got to know when to hold them.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between and beyond, to another, the ninth, the count em, ninth edition of HOTS Podcast. And you gotta
0: know when to fold them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am joined by the ever so well timed <laughs> Tyler Ford. Hello, everybody. It is I, uh, you're ever so plucky, ever so. Uh, what's, what's the word? Um uh absent-minded apparently <laughs> the host malik uh, i've had i'm feeling good today i had a meatball sub i streamed some video game earlier I've, 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 had a, I've, had a, I've had a i've had an okay day i feel good this is gonna be this is gonna be a magical episode
0: <laughs> yeah i had a pretty i had a pretty decent couple days actually um nice. i got a i got my spring cleaning on so to say uh cleaned out my closet yesterday Got rid of about five bags, worth the shit that I just wanted to throw out, <laughs> as well as boxes, and then about four bags worth of clothes that I don't wear anymore to donate, <laughs> as well as shoes. Okay. Anybody you're out right, there uh, that gets my purple Converse from like a thrift store or something, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> I know, I'm getting a sick print that you don't want anymore. Or with uh, it's something you got done at uh, Artist Alley, right? At a con. Uh, the, the I assassin. found it
0: at Artist Alley back in 2015 Comic Con for Philly, uh, Wizard World. Basically, it's a it's a print of a bunch of stormtroopers in a row. Uh, there's Darth Vader in the background with his uh, lightsaber ignited, and Emperor Palpatine is sitting on his throne. And then if you look at it, there's just an assassin crawling over the stormtroopers to get the palpatine but he's got to get through vader first so, so to say and it's Ezio. it's pretty I sick
1: lo- i love it i can't wait to have it on my wall because i i because i actually like fun fact i have two assassin's creed posters on my wall one is one you actually gifted me when you went to wizard world as well the uh, one yeah. of edward kenway and the other is of uh not the proper canon main eivor uh male eivor charging which annoys me uh, but yeah, I want because I want it female. Was Edward. that the
0: poster for pre-ordering?
1: Yes, the poster for pre-ordering. I, got I thought so. Where it, I got Cyborgs him running into the take the Saxon castle. I'm sorry, I was looking back at it make sure it's almost <laughs> right. right. Yeah, now I that I'm looking like... at my wall, actually, a lot mm-hmm. of my
0: prints, um, from the original 2015 Comic Con aren't there anymore. I had a bunch put they up. Do. But uh, I took a bunch down for some new stuff. Like I got a wall of superheroes and stuff like that, as well as villains. I think the only two original ones from my 2015 Comic Con—that was my first one in Philly—is what I like to. It's an Ant Man piece made by a friend of a friend. I believe I won it in a raffle. No, nice. I I got a I got an Avengers like little. They're little squares, and it's all oh, the Avengers. Oh, I know what
1: you're that talking. about. That I won about. in yeah. a raffle.
0: Uh, that he was having. But I also bought an Ant-Man print from him that I really like. that just says, now you see me as he's shrinking down in the grass. And then my favorite that I'll never take down, I call it Christopher Lloyd. And the reason why is because it is Thor swinging his hammer. But if you look really closely at the picture, it looks like Christopher Lloyd.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, me, my posters is like, I keep pretty much the same posters. What I'm doing is that I like, I kind of rearrange them sometimes because like, I rearranged uh, my Star Wars stuff into one section of my poster because, like, I used to have... Because, like, right now, my main wall, I have, like, a bunch of different, like, randomized, my fandoms all over the place. On my other, like, wall, I have the two paintings that um, uh, my partner made for me. But then I have the, um, the my Star Wars... I call it my Star Wars shrine, where I have... I... I... I it's, like, a, It's not a poster, but it's, like, a... What's the word? It's like a board. It's it's a board with the OG like art and poster of of uh, the original star of Star Wars and uh, a, a new Episode Four, a New Hope. But it's uh, like done. In, like, it's like 80 style and it has like the original art and it says directed by George Lucas and all that stuff on it and look it looks like a movie poster and then next to on either side i have two star wars comics another star wars comics on the bottom of it i have probably one of my favorite posters i have which is Darth Vader with all the bounty hunters from empire strikes back
0: my favorite poster um that i have for my star wars wall cuz i too have a star wars wall my two favorite ones it's a print of uh jango fett it, it's he his helmet's in the middle oh, I know, I know and then it's a bunch about. of clones all around him and it just says they'll get the job done I I guarantee it. Like, which is the it, line right. from the movie. Um, my other favorite poster that I really like is it's a, it's a shot of Obi-Wan and Darth Vader fighting each other in episode four, and it's both their lightsabers colliding. And I really like that picture just because that's my favorite Sith and my favorite Jedi.
1: See, I'm looking around like I have I have some I, I see, I I I have broken the world record. I really my wall breaks the world record because I have the most Inhumans posters on a single wall at the amount of (laughs) three. (laughs) Three. (laughs) One day we'll get love.
0: Man, that's that's three too many, my guy.
1: (laughs) What do you mean? No. I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. Uh, Look at that. I have Kingdom Hearts. I, I also have Kingdom Hearts behind my TV. It's like that fabric poster they did. And it's funny because, like, You can't even like see because it's by my TV. You can't even see like Sora, Donald, and Goofy. You just see Woody waving at you, and (laughs) so I wake up and see Woody like, "Howdy, partner! Howdy, partner!" (laughs) It's like there's a snake in your boot. Like, oh boy, just made me think of that
0: fucking TikTok that I sent you the other day.
1: (laughs) Oh God,
0: (laughs) I I sent (laughs) Malik a TikTok. Everybody, Uh, you sent
1: Malik too many TikToks.
0: Well, you sent me them too.
1: Oh, fair enough.
0: We send each other a pretty decent size amount of TikToks, but one of the TikToks that I sent him is he, this guy had an old Woody doll, and it lost it, it lost the ability to speak because the speaker blew out. So he it's he rigged together a board uh, with a with a speaker on it and took some phrases from the movie and added it in there, and so he's playing through the sounds, and it's just like you know it's like the scene from the gas station or like where he's just like what what are you talking about then the other one is just like get your fucking hands off me <laughs> <laughs> he just gets you
1: absolute mess I saw that. uh, I saw. It. So it's funny enough. Remember that snake one you mentioned? The guy throwing the snake back in the river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I came across that one of on my feed. I was just scrolling by. And just came on my feed like, <laughs> like, that's. Just,
0: it's so yeah. random. He's like, "Don't mess with the with the with the sea life," but he's just like, "Get out of your stinky!" <laughs> and he fucking just tosses <laughs> a snake in a
1: pond. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Like, oh my god. Some um,
0: men are braver than I. I'll tell you that.
1: See, I know that's a thing, though. Like, if you ever do see a Snigger encounter, it's like that's how you have to, have to, like, grab it. You have to, like, get your thumb in there. And,
0: yeah, like, you, you got to like, grab it care. by, like, the back of the jaw, essentially.
1: Yeah. What's, like, the one dangerous animal you think you can take in a fight?
0: Oh, that's a tough like, one.
1: Let's say you're stranded, like, barely anything, and, like, uh, like you think, if I had to face this animal in the woods, I could take this animal.
0: Um, Maybe a wolf if it was just one and not really? a pack.
1: You go right for a wolf, huh?
0: Nah, maybe not a wolf. Uh, Let's see. There's definitely a deer.
1: (laughs) See, deer scare the shit out of me because, like, I was walking. All you do uh is just
0: punch one and it runs. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that. It's like that video of the kangaroo holding that guy's fucking dog, and he just runs up to it and just like he's like getting ready to fight him, and he just fucking decks the kangaroo in the face.
1: What was what was that, I think? That's that's a classic now at this point. I love um, that video. I, I thought of fucking Adventure Time, the one deer kept licking people, sticking them on the fucking <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you, dude, you didn't do this, Jake, it was him, and just the fucking deer just walking around. Does, don't they just like beat the shit out of it, too? <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: love I believe
0: Adventure they time. do. That makes me that makes me think of the scene from Ed, Ed and Eddie when Ed turns into a monster but he sticks everybody into his wall with like yeah, chewed up chunky, chunky puffs. Yeah,
1: chewed up chunky puffs. I love that one. <laughs> I used love that one because it was like an action cause it was like my little mini like horror movie, like, Oh my god, Ed's getting everyone right. And like I love it too he's like, Oh he's gotta take the thing off. That was actually one of my favorite uh levels in the video game, Ed and then Misadventures missed Adventures GameCube when you actually got to go and destroy the box city. Yeah, he thinks he's a monster. I fucking love that. Level. That was such a good
0: moment in the game. That
1: and the um the the space mission where they're in the junkyard. Like, oh my god, like you got the, the laser
0: beams and shit.
1: Yeah, that was so, so cool. cool. I remember being so hype when I got that game as a kid because like right me news, too. And then he was, Ed and Eddie was like my cartoon at the time, like I. Dude, loved that was Eddie. like
0: that was like my life, you know. Yes,
1: yeah, save, man. and then like then my grandma was like, hey, Malik, I got you. So I'm like, what is it? I'm like, oh my god, Eddie for the game GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, who who? Yet yeah, Eddie had the Eddie had the um the tower. Ed Ed was the battering ram, and Double D was the trampoline one. Yep, I, I believe the final boss that was trampoline
0: the- one because of like video game engine back then. It's just it was so glitchy. <laughs> i remember yeah, like there were so many weird. times where i would like press x at the right it's like you got to press x at the right time because i had the playstation version so like you press x at just the right time but like every time i felt like i pressed it at the right time it just wouldn't do a higher bounce <laughs> you know
1: huh? see i remember pressing see i remember uh the final boss uh two i believe it was the canker sisters when they took all your jawbreakers yeah i think so yeah, I remember them because you fight them in like this weird underground cavern, and they like have the jawbreakers on a net. You have to like throw stuff at them or something. You actually count the cankers twice because there's the one where you go, there's the one where you face them when like in the, the final mission, and the one where you have to go into the haunted haunted uh, house.
0: Yeah, I don't. Cool. I think I remember that. I beat the entire game like years ago, Same. but I'm blanking on it.
1: Sam, I would always start it over because I loved it so much.
0: There was one boss that always get me got me as a child and I still can't beat it. I still haven't tried to beat it to this day, I should say, because I c I shouldn't say that I can't because I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, that's the fucking
1: confidence, Tyler. It's the
0: Jack in the Box boss from DK sixty four. Oh my
1: god. I haven't thought about that. That in one
0: while. is so was so fucking hard for me as a kid and it used to anger me because of the way I would laugh, you know? Or like the way it was, yeah, it was like a or something like that. Yeah, it was fucking annoying. <laughs>
1: Who's your Who's your favorite Donkey Kong uh, DK crew member?
0: Chunky Kong.
1: Chunky Kong. He was Chunky the best. Was, he was because He didn't want to go. They all go like, pick me, pick me, and he go, oh, oh, uh-uh, oh, uh-uh.
0: yeah, no, no, no. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. I liked Lanky because Lanky was great because he was in the ring. Lanky was cool. And he had the long arms. Oh, it was so fun. Oh my god, I miss my childhood. <laughs> now I'm an adult paying bills. I still have
0: Donkey Kong sixty. Well, no, do I? I don't think I have Donkey Kong sixty-four. I don't remember if I got it.
1: How could you not have that? I think I remember seeing a yellow cartridge in your pile. Let
0: me keep the keep the audience distracted here, real quick. Oh, I'm gonna take no. a peek.
1: How am I supposed to keep them distracted when you tell them what we're gonna do? You clearly say keep them distracted. Hi, audience. How you been? Ooh, that's really cool. Yeah, I got Donkey wow. Kong 64. Okay, awesome. Yes. Oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> I ordered it from GameStop, I remember.
1: Nice, 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 nice. I'm going have, have to come I'm gonna have to play that when we come over when I come over next.
0: <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> I See, I need, this, I need to get my Switch repaired cuz I remember like and this is really bugging me now cuz I used to have I I was playing the hell of Donkey Kong Country on there.
0: Oh yeah, I remember.
1: Yeah, like oh, that annoys me now because I remember I was really playing Donkey Kong Country a lot on the uh, the uh, NES um the NES uh, library that was that's aw- that's such an awesome thing, man.
0: It's really? funny one of the one of the things that I was just talking about with one of my coworkers today is I I miss having this mentality as when I was younger. When I was younger, I used to just like go into a game store like GameStop. I would look around at some games, never hear a single thing about it. Like I never, I, I didn't have people's opinions on it. You know, there was no internet I mean, there was internet, but like, I didn't really search up game reviews on the internet and stuff like that because it would have been like, what, 2008, 2009 ish. And just like, I, I, I remember like, I would just look at this. I would look at the game through its case and think, this is interesting. I'm going to try this out. Like one of the big examples was army of two, the 40th day. Like, I, I picked up that game on a whim, and I used to play it a lot until the ending of the story pissed me off. But, you know, <laughs> but like, I, it's just, like, even, like, games like Assassin's Creed, I picked up Assassin's Creed 2 on a whim. Like, I picked this up, and I was like, oh, I saw a friend of mine play this once. It looked interesting. Let me see. I, I got this GameStop gift card. I'm going to go ahead and pick it up. And I loved it, you know? Like, I, I kind of wish I can go back to that mentality. Like, nowadays, when I pick a game, it's like, uh, what do the reviews say about it? Or, like, does this per- personally interest me? You know what I mean? It's It's normally yeah, just, all, It's normally yeah. based off of opinions. You know, I, I don't really have my own mentality when it comes to it. It's like, oh, I'll try this out. You know, I
1: know. I'm kind of getting of that mind where it's like, I'm kind. Of, I'm getting there. I'm not all the way there yet. Cause I will see here see there, and sometimes like you know, seeing like massive reaction will affect like, oh man, how effective. Because like a prime example is like cyberpunk. I still was very much into the story of cyberpunk. and still very much enjoyed my time playing it, mm-hmm. but you know, there was the massive outcry and shit. It made, it made it kind of like, you know, it kind of put a damper on the playing, and you know, everyone you talk to about it, because that's one thing. One thing with me, I like talking about the stuff I, the content I consume. You know, yeah, I like. It's fun to talk about like video games and movies and stuff. It's not fun when everyone around you is just shitting on the thing <laughs> you want to talk about. So it makes you, it makes you like less inclined to play and shit like that. It's like it's that mentality. I'm getting there because like I was listening to a podcast about a guy talking about movies. This old, it was an older guy, and he and the and he was talking to a young guy, and the younger guy said like, oh, like the 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 the, the crowd has kind of, like, dampened my enjoyment of this thing. He goes, I don't care. I don't care what anyone thinks about that thing. It's my thing. I don't care. <laughs> I <Like, Yeah. laughs> you know? watching my, I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm just going to watch it and enjoy it. You know? So, I'm like, that's a really good mindset to take into,
0: It's man. definitely a really good mindset to have. Like, I, I can... I'm just starting to, like, think about it now, but there are some other games that I picked up on a whim. I would have never played Fable 3 had it not, like, piqued my interest one time when I went into a store. You know what I mean? Like... I picked up Fable 3 because I was like, I'm feeling like a fantasy type game, something like, I I didn't really know anything about it. I just kind of looked at the case and was like, this looks like a high fantasy type of game. This is this type of game that I can see myself playing. I'm going to pick this up. And I picked it up and I enjoyed the hell out of it, you know? or yes. like i remember that i had this game called divinity i believe it was called and it's not the mainstream divinity for anybody out there that knows the mainstream <laughs> rpgs oh no for PS4. the divinity
1: fan base is coming after us <laughs> Ooh. i'm pretty sure I'm it was so called scared. divinity it was
0: this weird rpg that i remember picking up because the game allowed you to turn into a dragon and i thought that was the coolest fucking thing ever <laughs> i didn't play too much of the game because i couldn't get into the rpg aspect of it but like mm-hmm. I, I remember enjoying what I did play of it I remember it, it like there was a grind to it and it was just like I, I remember going out and playing it and like I would like leave the main town or whatever and I would get my ass kicked by enemies but like um there was a sequence in the beginning where you get to play the all-powerful dragon and I was like that was awesome you know
1: <laughs> see like I, I think about like the more I think about it, my most pleasant gaming experiences, has come across game is mostly a- across the games where, like, I wasn't really in the hype. I kind of picked it up at my own pace and didn't really look at other people's yeah. opinion for it. And I think about it, like, I picked up, like, a prime example, um I picked up the South Park games on my own, like, like pace, and I played them on my own. Cause I figured, hey, I've never played them before. I enjoyed them. Loved it. Red Dead Redemption 1, I picked up years after when, oh, no dude, was talking same about here. It. And I was just like, let me try this out, see how I like it. And I was like, this is amazing. Similar with, like, Jedi Fallen Order, Witcher 3, like, some of my favorite game experiences of all time. Like, speaking of, speaking of the devil, another one of my favorite game experiences, um, Mass Effect. I ooh, Legendary Edition comes out tomorrow. Yeah, my thing so with Mass excited. Effect,
0: and this adds to my point here, is that with Mass Effect, I'm excited for that game's release, but it's because of all the good things that I've heard from people like yeah. you and some of our other buddies that have played it. Like... I played a little bit of the first one for the 360 and I can already say that I do like the game based off of what I played, but like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have tried that if it wasn't for your opinions and, and I'm not, I'm not like, like, I guess what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like destroying your guy's opinion to the sense or anything like that, because I, I value my friends' opinions on certain things and mm-hmm. such. But, like, I, it's like I said, I just miss the days of going into, like, a game store. And, you know, I run a game store now, but, like, <laughs> I, I miss insane. the days of just looking at my at the wall and going, like, oh, this game looks interesting. I'm going to try this out. And See, not knowing I- anything about it. You See, know.
1: I still do that sometimes with, like, some stuff I go to the store. Like, I saw like, – I do that a couple – like, I think that's very proud of, like, uh, what's the, the last game I did that with? But, like, I, I don't know anything about it, so I'll just pick it up and try, and I loved it. Um, Hellblade, Sunday was Sacrifice. That was incredible. Um, Moons of Madness I enjoyed. It was a fun little indie horror game. Mm-hmm. And Planet of the Apes is also fun. Last Frontier. Yeah, like, those Oh, really yeah, really
0: yeah, you did games. get into that.
1: I remember enjoying that, too, and I still – I should play through that again because it has, like, apparently, like – five other endings i remember i, I remember that because i took the screenshot of just the monkey with the gun <laughs> yeah. just a gun it's yeah monkey with a gun aiming at like another person i remember that cracked us up for a while
0: yeah uh, now that i think about it my love for gears came off of not reviews or people's opinions it's because i sat inside one day i remember this is like it was like back in the days when like you know your parents were like oh you should go out and do something it's a nice yeah. day you know but I wasn't feeling well that day, so I stayed in when my brother went out and stuff. Nice. And I sat inside, and he had a copy of Gears of War 2 for the 360. And I picked up that game, and I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, I remember the commercials for these, like the Mad World trailer and stuff like that for the first one. And I was like, what is this game about? So I picked it I picked it up, I put it in the Xbox, I tried it out. Now I'm like a huge fan of Gears because we, of it.
1: We, yeah, we have Gears of War tattoos planned out one of these. Exactly. Days but uh, yeah, I remember I actually I had a similar thing with Gears of War because like I played some, I played it on the 360 Gears One and I enjoyed it. I don't think I went all the way through, but I played Gears One on 360 because I had for a little bit and then I, I got my xbox one and that came with gears ultimate edition mm-hmm. and not only that it came with all four all the other Gears of war so i'm like okay so i have gears of war yeah, I love one, when they do that. Two, three, in judgment and which i didn't finish and four so and I, and I bought four myself so all right i got the entire saga let me just play through it all and i played through one played through two played through three and played through four all at my own pace and absolutely loved it like mm-hmm. you know and i was like i'm like oh gears of war is awesome like you know
0: Maybe I need to take the time to play games at my own pace, and that's just what I'm looking for, you know?
1: Yeah, I feel like that's why I have so many unfinished games in my catalog. Because I try to finish things. Because I try to, like, force myself and, or, like, try to catch up or stuff like that. But, I'm like, no, let me just play shit at my own pace and just enjoy it. Yeah, that's
0: kind of how I am in life in general. I do things when I'm ready for it, you know? It's the reason why it took me till the age of 26 to fucking get my driver's license. <laughs> you know, I go, I go for things when I'm ready, like, to go and take it, you know? Yeah, I got you. um but like I, even my love for halo my, my love for halo stemmed from like i never i never heard of halo i never like i've never heard any reviews or anything like that but like you know i remember back in like 2005 ish my my uncle on my dad's side was getting he got a 360 he was getting rid of his original xbox he gave it to me and my brother and i i still remember those nights like Staying up really late, we had the like we we had a decked out attic at my dad's house that was like made to be a bedroom, kind of like a Drake and Josh scenario, you know. Mm. But I remember we turned off all the lights and we were playing Halo, and you got to the scene with the flood, dude. It was scaring
1: the shit out of us. (laughs) What what game scared me when I was a kid? When I played weird, I got a weird answer for this: King Kong, the the game, the movie, video game. Really on GameCube, because it was it actually wasn't that bad. It was a pretty solid first-person shooter, and when you got to the first-person shooter aspect, it turned into an awesome, like, monster beat-em-up, because you, you played as Jack Driscoll, who was, like, fu- you know, fighting against creatures that had, like, really cool creature systems, because, you know, like, you had to, like, lure creatures, like, set traps and stuff, and you had to fight the dinosaurs, and you couldn't kill the T-Rexes, though, so you had to lure them away, and then sometimes you play as Kong, and you just, like, beat the shit out of things, you know? And yeah. And stuff like that. And I remember that because um, if there were bits before you got to Kong, you played as you were Jack for a while. Like you played yeah. as Jack for a long time before you got to Kong. But when you eventually did get to Kong, it freaked me out as a kid because you remember the natives from the movie. The what? The, remember the natives from the movie?
0: Mm, i never seen Peter Jackson's King Kong. Oh,
1: it's, I'm gonna have to show you that. It's so good, but um, the
0: only scene so, that I know of from that is when he rips open the T Rex's jaw.
1: Oh, it's so good. they let you do that in the game too. But like. There's a, in the scene, in the movie, they encounter um, natives on the island who are much more scary-looking than they did in Kongskill Island, and they actually, like, in the game, they tw- turn up the creepy factor because, like, you're alone, and it plays on this music, and you just hear whispers, like, and you just hear people, like, oh. walking around, you're like you're like, oh, 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 shit. Like, you know, and, like, like, you know, there's traps here and there, and, like, there's a bit where you open up the door, and there's just, like, a bunch of them just staring at you, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I think they actually got Jack Black, Adrian Brody to come back and reprise their roles too. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and Naomi Watts, when I think about it.
0: I, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you here. We're going to get back to this in just a second, but I do want to let you know that you sent me the message saying that you're recording the podcast. I don't know if you meant to send that to a friend.
1: Oh, I did crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just didn't done. want
0: you to ignore that friend.
1: I Oh uh, yeah. I, I, I'm done. I'm just, uh, I, I yeah, I know I'm done. My point. I just like, I figured, Oh shit. Let me send that friend. Uh, uh, that I'm recording episode of the podcast. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny as shit.
0: Yeah, I just checked my phone and I saw that. Yeah, I with, with at least at least you don't handle the natives like you do in the original King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh
1: no, the original <laughs>
0: Godzilla versus King Kong back in the 60s. There was this there the, when they when they oh, find no. the natives, what's that?
1: No, continue
0: when they find the natives on Skull Island. I, I don't even know if it was called Skull Island at that point, I don't think it was. But when they find the natives on the island, they, <laughs> the 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 natives like they they got all their all their spears and shit pointed at them, and then they're just like, oh, give them the offering, give them the offering, and then uh, so they they have the one guy hand over a radio and they turn it on, they're just like, yeah, it makes music, and it's just like, quick, get the cigarettes, <laughs> and they fucking just hand them all cigarettes, it's just <laughs> giving them cancer. <laughs> It's like, yeah, hey, here's these cancer sticks.
1: <laughs> See, in Peter Jackson's King Kong... And then they, they gave it fucking... to a child. See, in Peter Jackson's King Kong, they try to give the child chocolate, and the child bites them. Then they attack, and then they all just shoot the nail.
0: <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs> yeah, and you actually get to shoot them in King Kong. So what actually what you do is that, like... There's a mission where you're on a raft and you have to like fight the T Rexes and you have to fight the natives at the same time. So there's a bit where the na- you have to keep the T Rexes back. Then the na- then the natives show up and then you have to like throw a fire spear at the branches below them so it will burn their bridges down and just watch them fall and shit. Holy you shit! Just, you can also shoot them too. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the most effective one. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed that old t- that old King Kong game was fucking awesome. I missed that.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of old games that I want to revisit uh, on my spare time. I just I just don't set I got all these old consoles. I just don't set them up, you know?
1: You know what? You know what another game I just thought of that I missed and I think about Because that old King Kong I had on the GameCube, but it was on Xbox 360 as well. I also miss the, um, what is it? The, uh, fuck, what's it? Oh, Sp- you ever played the Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions?
0: Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, I never played, but I've heard very oh, good things about dude,
1: it. Dude, it's so fun. My it, big Spider-Man
0: like, game when I was younger was Spider-Man 2.
1: Spider-Man 2. See, my big one was... I love that. I had See, I, I had Spider-Man 3, and I played Spider-Man 3 a lot. Spider-Man oh, 2 nice. was great, but Spider-Man 3 was my main one. And after Spider-Man 3... I played, um, what's it called? Um, I played Web of Shadows a lot, because Web of Shadows was, like, that game, you know? Like, oh, my God, you could switch from the red suit and the black suit. Web of Shadows go. was,
0: I think, like, the best Spider-Man game before 2018, right? That people were saying, I mean, like, it other depen- than Spider-Man 2. It,
1: it depends. I don't know. If people were saying... People liked it, but, like, you know, it got... I think it got some, like, weird reviews from reviewers, you know? There were yeah. a few things here and there, but for the most part, like marvel fans didn't really have a big game like that to play so like you know they just they just enjoyed it for what it was yeah and like Shadow, like me personally i like web of shadows i think i like shared dimensions a bit more yeah. Shadow dimensions i feel like has a much strong it's like a stronger story more fun gameplay web of shadows is open world you had all of new york to swing around but Shadow dimensions to me was more fun cause, you know Four different Spider-Man and like all these different Spider-Man Spider-Man villains. Like, you know, the Amazing Spider-Man fought Craven, Sandman, and Juggernaut. Ultimate Spider-Man fought Electro, Carnage, and why am I forgetting the second one? Um, oh my god, that's gonna bug me. I cannot remember who Ultimate Spider fought. Noir fought Vulture, Hammerhead, and Green Goblin. yeah And then Future 2099 fought Hobgoblin, Doc Ock. And Scorpion, why can't I remember? Deadpool. That's right. You fought Deadpool because <laughs> he kidnapped you for a reality show, and he had to fight his fans. And his and his biggest fan was Beauregard, who was a boss fight. <laughs> Holy shit! That was so fun. And they each had the- they each got like special powers from this amulet thing. And Deadpool's was like he made copies of himself, <laughs> and so <laughs> he would like grab you and interview you. And there's he had some funny ass things where like, you say like my favorite one being like when he goes. uh um us uh, spider-man come on an entire issue about marriage J- about like aunt may who would read that The beat him goes i did not cry at the last panel i did not cry at the last <laughs> panel <laughs> just starts beating the shit out of
0: you I, one one game that go, that kind of gets slipped under the radar in terms of superhero games i think is lego marvel superheroes like the first oh, one
1: dude i love that one that game is so it, good it's it. an
0: original it, it's an original story like it has got all the movies well not all the movies, but like a lot of the movie inspirations and stuff like that. All the all the comic villains are there. Fucking J. Jonah Jameson is John DiMaggio. Like, come on.
1: <laughs> See, that's actually funny. Yeah, I have all three Lego Marvel games. I have Lego Marvel Superheroes two and Lego Marvel Superheroes. From what I know, Lego Marvel,
0: Marvel Superheroes is really good. Lego Marvel Superheroes two is really good, but Lego Marvel Avengers is not that good.
1: It's, I, I played through it. It's just a retread of the movies.
0: Yeah, I figured.
1: I think, I think they had some, but it's just a retread of the movies. Uh, I think my... So, like, I loved... Uh, I See, I loved all that, but, like, I think, like, in my heart of hearts, like, one of my personal favorite, like, Marvel... Like, not, not even just, like, superhero games, because it was such a big, like, crossroads for me as a kid, because it just... I think it really did, like, set me on being obsessed with superheroes and, like, reading comics and shit, is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Because, like... That's, that's the thing that really kicked it off when you think about it, man, because, like, that's the game that made Deadpool popular, that's the game that introduced me to the Inhumans, like, Marvel to Alliance was big for me, because, like, first off, it's like, hey, how, young Malik, yeah, Marvel, do you want just a game where you just get all these superheroes to do whatever you want, like, yeah, and he's like, well, here you go, and just like, yeah, Spider Man, Moon Knight, Luke Cage, Ghost Rider, Daredevil. They wanted to get Punisher, but they couldn't get the rights to use him. Um, oh man, Captain America, Iron Man, like all these cool villains fighting, all these cool, all these cool heroes fighting, all these cool villains. Hell, even some villains are playable because you had Doctor Doom, Sabretooth, who I always used because he was badass and just like a more violent Wolverine. Uh, um magneto and venom were playable and it was fucking awesome and you went all over the marvel universe like you went from asgard to the shiar empire to atalan to freaking like new york to freaking you just wherever it was so cool man yeah i love marvel ultimate alliance i'm gonna play through these again soon
0: i can't wait till marvel's avengers starts kicking off i feel like that game's gonna get a lot better with age
1: yeah, like, like much like Battlefront 2. Like, yeah. I think it's it's already doing much better. Cause I really like the uh, Hawkeye DLCs, but again, like I think, I think it's really gonna start turning around when the War for Wakanda starts. Oh, definitely. Uh, like when that comes out, like because they've already because like I've like they've already announced like brand new section, adding Black Panther, whole new like different like types of enemies. Like, yeah, I think War for Wakanda is really gonna turn that like. The main thing on that game, like around, because I like, don't, they, I feel like they've already added like a lot of cool stuff that I'm upset that I missed because uh, I really like the Hawkeye DLCs. They're really cool. So you had the Kate Bishop one, where you had to fight the Super Adaptoid. That was really fun, mm-hmm. and I really like the um, the um, the main Hawkeye one, the Clint Barton one, because that's where you go to like the future and meet Old Man Hawkeye, and you have to fight the Maestro. Like that was really cool, and the boss fight to that was really fun. Uh, I they just they just did an event called the Tachyon um, uh, uh, the Tachyon event where uh. You had to, like, where you get to actually get to have a team where everyone can be the same hero. So you could have, like, four Iron Mans, four Hulks, or four Captain Americas and just go fucking wild. Someone yeah. uploaded a clip of them, like, all Hulks just doing the thunderclap over and over again. <laughs> it's so good. And uh, they, ha- they actually announced next month – actually, this month they're going to add a Red Room event where it's going to be event. Uh, – they're going to – the harm room is going to be based on the Red Room, like, experiments with Black Widow and shit. So, like, yeah. to, for the movie and shit. And they also announced a new villains, um sector, a new villain boss fight, where you'll fight Monica Rappuccini, the Scientist Supreme, who'll have, like, the Cosmic Cube shit. So, it's adding content. It's getting there. I think people are just being a little impatient. Because, th- again, like, I don't think a lot of people really, like, they didn't, like... I don't think people really got what they were expecting. Like, I don't know. Like, I still really enjoyed that game. And I talk to people like hardcore Marvel fans still really enjoy it from what I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: The, speaking of um, when you were talking about the Red Room and Black Widow and stuff, um, we I don't know if you saw uh, the message that I sent to one of our group chats earlier, but I wanted to discuss, I think Marvel dropped the actor who, who's playing Taskmaster in the Black Widow movie.
1: Oh, which group chat do you send it in?
0: I sent it in, uh, Quispy. Huh. I'm a, I'm a oh. little annoyed because it's like, if that actually is the actor that's playing him, I don't know who the actor is, but just the <laughs> mystery behind it is what, is what led me to just like, you know, no, it, it that's- grabbed me into the movie a little bit more, you know?
1: I don't think that's him, because they, they they aired his poster somewhere else, too. I think he's playing someone else, but, like, yeah. I oh, think okay. Taskmaster... See, like, the fact they've gone so hard to hide Taskmaster's identity... Leads it leads you to believe some,
0: that he's been in one of the movies before.
1: Either that, or it's a, either that or such a big actor that they want to hide it, and they're going to reuse them. And that's what I want. I
0: want this mystery behind Taskmaster, of, like, who is he? I want to be able to go see it in a theater or, like, on a streaming platform. If they put it it's, up there, they're probably not no, going it's, to. It's,
1: Oh, no, they they announced it. It's gonna be on Disney Plus.
0: Oh, okay. Well yeah, like thirty
1: bucks. Disney this premiere. <laughs> I, I want
0: to be able to watch this and basically just be surprised. Like I want them to like unmask Taskmaster and I'm like, oh my god, See, you know, like
1: my, my biggest fear, which I don't want them to do is I don't want him to be a Natasha clone. I like that's my biggest. Yeah, fear. I don't want that either. I don't want to be a Black Widow clone. Cause I, I'm really worried that's maybe the route. Like they Tony
0: Masters, who is who is Taskmaster in the comics. For anybody that doesn't know, Tony Masters is supposed to be. Uh, he's just a mercenary. You know, he he does what he wants. He does he does things for money. Money is what leads him to do the things that he does, which is why he's a villain. Like you pay him so, enough, he'll be a superhero. <laughs>
1: so so that, so I so asked the question like if they are do the drastic route if they do go drastic with the change like taskmaster is no doubt is a cool character yeah do you feel he is an interesting enough character to not change him drastically from the comics though
0: yeah okay <laughs> i mean like taskmaster <laughs> taskmaster as a villain it was already interesting enough back in the back in i th- don't know what year he debuted but like he debuted in an avengers comic like they needed the whole team to stop him <laughs> you know,
1: Taskmaster,
0: it's like Taskmaster alone with his 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 photo set his photo photographic reflexes is enough to make him a big draw of a villain, hmm. at least for a solo movie like Black Widow. In my I opinion,
1: f- he's he's not to gonna be
0: he's not gonna be a big bad like Thanos or anything like that. But like, if you can have guys like um, I'm trying to think, if you can have guys like Red Skull be a one off villain or like. You can have um, Malakith or like um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who else. Let's, are let's also be villains. clear. Red think... Skull ain't
1: one off. Red Skull's definitely coming back somewhere.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, probably. But like I'm trying to think of some other boys. Iron Monger, you know? Like Malikith, if you can have if you can have Monger, these...
1: Whiplash. Um... Yeah.
0: If you can have these one off villains be just like interesting, then Taskmaster should definitely be on that list because it's Let... like.
1: Okay, let's 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 be clear. Malkith wasn't interesting.
0: <laughs> no, he was. That was definitely the weaker of the movies. But like, he had the potential to be something bigger.
1: Yeah, that, oh, that annoys me. That's what um, I'm saying.
0: Like when you get these one-off villains, like Baron Zemo, and I mean, but, granted Baron Zemo's back in Falcon Winter Soldier, but like, um, you know, at the time he was just a one-off villain. Like it, it, he's kind of on that level, Taskmaster. He's one of the he's one of those villains that can be big, just not big, big like Thanos, so, big.
1: You know. <laughs> So like I feel like also like if they do bring back if they do keep Taskmaster around he's got to be in Thunderbolts right? Cause they've got to be setting up Thunder they got to be setting up Thunderbolts because with Zemo sticking around and like other stuff they like Abominations coming back they got to be doing Thunderbolts right now <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's, like Thunderbolt Ross I know is gonna be in Black Widow so like you know like whoa well, what if we get a Red Hulk tee? <laughs> so, oh that'd, that'd be interesting
0: actually really funny that you brought up the Red Hulk thing I remember when I first went to see Avengers in theaters. Um, and they showed the, this kind of plays off to what we were talking about last week, where I was saying it's okay to not know certain things when it comes to these movies. But like the, the, when I first went to go see Avengers, the after credits scene, when you see Thanos, I didn't know that was Thanos. I actually didn't know who Thanos was at the time. Um, I thought it was some variation of Hulk. (laughs) you know like i I didn't see it was a purple it looked kind of reddish to me on the screen so i thought it was going to be a red hulk like and then i did some research on it found out it was thanos and then i started looking into thanos and now he's one of my favorite villains
1: it's amazing too, like how far it's it's insane thinking of 2012 how where we where thanos would lead you know with like Thinking back to that first Avengers movie and thinking about Thanos just, like, turning, like, to challenge them is to court death. And Thanos yeah. turns around and smiles. Like, it's insane how far the MCU has come. Like, Jesus Christ. We're, we're now in legacy hero status with MCU. Like, someone else take up the mantle of another hero. That's insane to think about. Yeah, we're no, getting a live crazy. action. We're now getting a live action Moon Knight. <laughs> that is where the mcu is now right you would have
0: told me you would have told me 11 years ago when i first got into Moon Knight that he was gonna get a movie i would have said you're fucking lying (laughs) there's no (laughs) fucking way or a tv show show. yeah
1: at least that has to be so curious where will moon knight show up next then like where does he fit in the overall grand scheme
0: i don't know because the thing is nobody ever wants to team with him because he's psychotic (laughs) I think one of my favorite things, I have an issue of Moon Knight um, where Civil War was going on in the comics. And I think that's one of my favorite moments with Moon Knight is in this comic that I have. It's a volume book. Um, It it talks about him. There's a a portion of the volume book where it talks about him registering and and, and or not registering. And it's basically just like Captain America shows up and he's just like, listen. I I need to know that you're gonna be on my side, but I don't want you on my team. In a sense, it's like you're too wild and unmanageable. I can't mm-hmm. I can't have you on my team, but I just need you to know that you're not gonna register. And Moon Knight just goes like, "Oh, I'll do whatever I whatever I feel is right or whatever." You know, being the way that he is. And then you got like a couple pages down the line, Tony shows up and he's just like, "Listen, I don't want you on my team because you're too wild and unmanageable." <laughs> <laughs> But you should at least register. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I guess we could be building up to Midnight Suns movie because like that's another thing that's not, I feel like Marvel that's another thing I feel like Marvel's about to be doing. I feel like Marvel's at the stage where we're building up now. Like we have different team movies being built up to because yeah. Young Avengers is no doubt coming. Whatever the thing the is, is, is that, that Moon Knight
0: Avengers, was in the West Coast Avengers for a little I, bit. Yeah,
1: I know, but, like, I feel like what we're doing now is we've basically got, like, three different tracks, and they're all going to different, like, destinations, where it's, like, one track's leading the Young Avengers, and that's, like, you know, with Patriot, um, like, WandaVision with the with the twins and stuff. Yeah. Another track could lead whatever their main Avengers is going to be, you know, whatever that next Avengers style is going to be, considering we got, we got a new Captain America. And we just confirmed Captain America 4 is coming now. And then really? another, yeah, they just con- yeah they, after the Falcon Winter Soldier finale, they confirmed that they're making a fourth Captain America. Oh, movie. cool! Another thing that may be coming that I feel like now is Midnight Suns, because Moon Knight is now having his own show. We've also got a Blade movie coming. Yeah, and apparently also there have been rumors of setting up Ghost Rider in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness.
0: That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, so like I could see Liz- it happening. There's a lot. There's a lot going down. There's a lot going down. in The MCU, my friend, a lot going down.
0: It really is, and the thing is, so, is like Moon Knight has had a bunch of team ups too. Like I got, yeah. I got issues of him teaming up with Doctor Strange. I got issues of him teaming up with Spider Man. Like he could team up with any of these people. So you know, I,
1: so I was talking, I was talking about, I was talking my friend about this. So Moon Knight wanting the money from Dracula—that's iconic. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I don't think it's as impressive as Luke Cage shaking down Dr. Doom for money. Because hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I was talking to a friend about this and why this is, like, way more impressive. Doom owed, I think, Luke, like, like $20 or something, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Luke Cage got up, put on jeans, a collared shirt, his, his headband and the chain, went down to the plane ticket, bought a plane ticket to Latveria, Flew to Latveria, <laughs> found, <laughs> Latver- found the city, asked where Castle Doom was. Tell, let me, let me tell, he is way over the budget for how much Doom owes him, by the way. The man
0: went woke to- up and decided that a <laughs> debt needed to be paid.
1: <laughs> asked someone, excuse me, do you know where Castle Doom is? He's like, oh, yeah, tell me where Castle Doom is. Went to Castle Doom, fought for the Doom boss, got the security and went, hey, yo, where my money, Doom? Like, <laughs> bruh. Like, I can imagine.
0: I can imagine Luke Cage. Like as you were describing that, I imagine Luke Cage just getting up out of bed. He does that. He does that iconic movie moment where he puts his feet down on the ground and just goes, "I'm gonna get me my money today." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of which, uh, so uh, I remember that I our I, I DM D and D games for uh, our friend group at the comic shop, and uh, our our DM. And the guy who owns a comic shop actually got me uh, a comic as a gift. And uh, it's uh, something in human this way comes. A nice it's an old retro black bolt in human storyline. And I love it too, because like I, I feel I'm surprised I've never heard of this. And I'm really upset I've never heard of this, because uh, it's about like a Black Panther esque like revolutionary like organization using Black Bolt to like assault the white <laughs> and, and I'm like whoa wait a minute wait a minute they all like well, my brothers we have Black Bolt standing with us from the fist. I'm like whoa 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 <laughs> what is going on here wow <laughs> I was like well how have I not heard of this like I've definitely got like I, I was swimming through it I'm just like whoa wait a minute I, I definitely look forward to like the full context of that storyline later on but uh yeah man I again and you, I I I think to this day I have the most inhumans merch of any person cuz I have the the scale figures the two action figures the pops the hoodie the two shirts and the posters and I'm like wow no one loves inhumans <laughs> as much as I do and that's sad <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's okay though okay. that's uh, that's the greatest thing about Marvel having as many superheroes as they do you got the, you got the you got the range you know yeah. You can like whatever hero you like. I mean, like, what when, when you when you think about it, like, Moon Knight is my favorite superhero. He's probably one of the most D-list Marvel superheroes there is. But like,
1: now maybe, maybe not
0: for long. Once the TV yeah, show comes out, it's TV? like I said last remember, night. It's remember, like remember.
1: Gary is the Galaxy, man. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, exactly. He's on track to becoming more than just D-list. But the thing, it, it, it all depends on you know how big the show's going to be. But like you know, before that, it was just like you know most people when it came to moon knight it was they anytime like people would be like oh who's your favorite superhero i tell them moon knight they're like who <laughs> you know yeah. or like if they knew a little bit about superheroes they'd be like ah marvel's batman okay I'm like, (laughs) he's more than just Marvel's Batman. Come on. So
1: I get, get, like, the occasional, like, like, oh, I like Black Bolt. Everyone's like, who's Black Bolt? I get that, too. But occasionally people do tend to know who Black Bolt is here and there. Yeah. You know? And, like, some of the Inhumans, like, again, uh, again, oh, God, I still think back to that show, man. I'm just like, wow. (laughs) Wow. I, oh I, oh, yeah, like, people I know who that, Black
0: Bolt is now.
1: <laughs> I was in denial about how bad that show was. Yes, you were. Oh, my God. Was like, there was no talking
0: I, you out of how could, bad that show I was. Because I couldn't
1: accept it. Because it was my favorite superheroes first, one of my favorite superheroes, first ever debut in live action. I couldn't take it that it was, like, as bad as it was. And after I seeped in and watching, like this was not good. (laughs) It just sunk in. I was like, oh, man. (laughs) Because I I couldn't accept it. Because I'm like, if this is shit, this is Inhumans' future down the drain. (laughs) And sure enough, after the Inhumans show, all my Inhumans books got canceled. The movie sure shit wasn't happening anymore. Yeah. And fucking, like, I had to deal with death of the Inhumans, which was kind of shit in the long (laughs) run.
0: Well, that was because, Ugh. I don't know, Inhumans had, like, the, the Inhumans had a weird segue, in, at least at that point in time, because it was like, they were pushing the Inhumans, so it, it's it's sad because Marvel had their reasons, and it's kind of messed up, but, like, if you really think about it, the Inhumans were getting such a push at that point in time because of the fact that Marvel was upset with Fox because they wanted the X-Men back, you know? They wanted the rights yeah. to X-Men back, so they were making it so that there was no X-Men comment comment uh, content for them to there, run there off. Of.
1: X, no, there was X-Men content. Barely. I, I'd argue barely. There was all new. There was uncanny. There was enough to do a whole humans versus X-Men event.
0: There was, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's weird when it comes to it. It seemed like they weren't focusing as much on X-Men, you know? And they were pushing the Inhumans to kind of, like, I I feel like they did it to get an angle on Fox. And this may not be true, but it's just, like, this is just something that I thought of. And then just, like, when the show didn't blow over so well, they were like, eh, maybe maybe not so much.
1: It was annoying, too, because, like, they found their place and actually, like, because they just felt like a part of it, you know? And, like the Inhumans and it's and like it's so it's so annoying too because humans the Inhumans books Boom gave Marvel their most the most, probably arguably the most successful character of the modern comic age and one of their most greatest reviewed books of all time in the form of Kamala Khan yeah. and Black in the single Black Ball because I don't care what anyone says like Kamala Khan is the last true great success story in yeah. Marvel and like in comics in general because I can't remember the last time a character was introduced recently and just became so so big, so popular, and so huge to the point where, like, I cannot, like, just having her there, I instantly couldn't imagine the Marvel Universe without her. because yeah, like, they were pushing so... her
0: and everything. She was an all new, all different. She was, she was all over champions at the time, yeah. you know? Like, she was practically everywhere.
1: Her That first book, No Normal, is one of the greatest Marvel books I hailed, like, to ever been done because it's so good. She first debuted, actually before like it, it was when marvels getting ready to do secret uh, secret wars but it was like a little before that like yeah. she was like she had a series and that was like that's to me like still her best book and like i knew miss marvel was big because i was watching like regular non marvel tv shows and they would have a miss marvel poster in the background i'm like yeah. god damn she has got like she like to the point we went, we went to the marvel exhibit and there was a statue of kamala khan there like it yeah, was it incre- was, like, was cool. and she is like someone, like, someone said the best. Like she is the successor to Peter Parker's throne, as you know. Like that hero that is made and is just instantly captured by young people, you know. And it's so, yeah, it's it's so cool. Like to see, to see that. And again, it's like, either I, her or Miles. I would argue it's her because Miles took a way longer time to like get his stride. That's true. And, you know, but Miles, Miles came. Miles, Miles has was, been
0: around a little bit longer.
1: Miles, Miles was an instant In a sense. hit with. Miles was an instant hit with like. Fans and with just like really the comic readers, not like not a lot of people didn't really know Miles. Kamala, when she came, she just exploded everywhere, you know. Yeah. Like like she's like already getting a show, like it's to the point, you know. Like yeah, is she so getting I, a
0: show or a movie? It's a show. Ah, okay.
1: And she's going to be in um the Captain Marvel sequel, which has now been renamed the Marvels, Ooh. which will fe- which will feature her. Monica Rambeau, and, of course, Carol Danvers, which, oh, my God, the the toxic YouTube news outlets of having a field out that one. Brie Larson fails for Marvel. Read names, Captain. I'm like, oh, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Like, oh, my God, that was awful. But, like, you know, like, it's, it's – it's, the MCU's future – Marvel's a future-looking bright, you know? There's a lot to – Marvel Try. I think DC is close to it because they just introduced a new character named Yara Floor. Yeah. Um, the new um uh Brazilian Wonder Woman and she has a lot of potential she is a very fun and very well written character and has all the potential to be just as fun and just as cool as Kamala Khan but yeah. I'm a- kind of worried though I don't know if they're going to run they're going to take the ball and run with it like Marvel did with Kamala because like I remember I thought they were because they announced her and then they announced her comic, which would be her first ever comic, her first ever debut. They then they announced a show along with it, which is like, oh shit, that's that's never been done before (laughs) to have a debuting hero also debut in live action at the same time. That's gonna be very fascinating to watch. And then the show got canned, sadly. So I'm like, oh damn. Yeah. So yeah, it would have been interesting, but you know, like again, like uh, let's see where a comic future goes. I guess.
0: Yeah, who knows, man. Uh, DC DC Comics. I haven't really heard much about them since uh, Future State.
1: Yeah, they're right now. They're not really doing a big event right now. Um, they're in their bits of their new frontier lineup, which is their new like current like comic set. Very similar like DC Rebirth. It's it's like Ah. that. They just brought back Darkseid because he was going for a little while. Now he's back as the big bad for whatever their next big, like, cataclysmic event will be. Oh, interesting. Which prob- hopefully, hopefully won't be a while down the line. But, you know, Wonder Woman uh, is – Wonder Woman got a huge role in it. It was really dope. And, again, I'm loving – there's so many great Superman books coming. Uh, <laughs> I remember The last thing I read was a Batman comic, and I remember it because, fondly because uh, Scarecrow got a hell of a redesign. He looks hella scary in it. Oh, is
0: it that – um. I think there's a figure of him. Is it where he's got like that red, like almost like Mister Freeze looking tube around his head? Or yeah,
1: like, yeah, it's like a straw hat and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think I think yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, looks
1: that that was a really cool looking uh, outfit for him. I really like that.
0: Think, yeah, that's think, it's really cool.
1: I think. Like, where are some of my favorite like DC storylines?
0: My favorite DC storyline will always be Kingdom Come.
1: Kingdom Come, really? Yeah, that storyline expecting- is so good. I did not expect that one for you.
0: It's just, it's just such an interesting take because it's like you expect, like when it comes to DC, it's like you know all the superheroes are there to help out and stuff like that, and then you just like they fast forward to the future and these people, like these old heroes, have given up. You got like Batman, like they they don't really do much, and then you got these new breed of superheroes just causing a shit ton of collateral damage, killing lo- killing people like uh, like. It seems like almost like they're killing more people than they save, and it's just like, you know, what are these guys, what are, what are these these doing to do about it? Like, or planning on doing about it? Like, super Superman, Wonder Woman, all them, you know. And then it's just like they come out, and it's just, it's just a really good story. Anybody out there, if you haven't read Kingdom Come, I highly recommend it. The artwork is fantastic because. Who's uh, the Alex, Alex, Alex Ross? Ross right? yeah, yeah Alex, Alex Ross. Ross does the entire artwork for it, and that's like a rare thing because most people when it comes to art they they make more money off of covers only mm. and you know, like the covers are great, but this is a first this is like one of those rare occasions where the cover artist is making the art for the entire comic and Alex nice. Ross is just so so good when it comes to his art, but like the story itself is it'll draw you in just as much as the art does. And that to me is like what a good story is depicted of good art, good story. You know, it's just something that kept me on the edge of my toes the entire time because I'm like, man, this, this story, it's like, where is this leading to? You know, they get captain Marvel involved in like, you know, Superman in them, Superman fights in captain Marvel, or I should say Shazam, you know? Um, and, the, like, the whole big plot and stuff like that, I don't want to I don't want to spoil too much to anybody who hasn't read it. But, yeah, it's just a fantastic novel, you know? I kind of want to go back and reread it now that I'm talking have, about it.
1: I have to think. I just sent you the Scarecrow redesign I'm talking about, too, because so, uh, that shot, I feel like, doesn't do it justice with an action figure. But as I think about it, I think one of my favorite storylines of all time has got to be the new Krypton saga from Superman. Because yeah. it's so fucking, because it's it's so ambitious. Oh no, that is not the Scarecrow I was thinking. Yeah, of. That, that is. <laughs> badass. Yeah, that's that Scarecrow's new look right now in the comic. Oh my and god, I that's so cool. It. Yeah, it's yeah, it's he's got a straw hat, he's got the gas mask and everything. Like Scarecrow's dude, is my looks, favorite
0: Batman villain too, so like that is fantastic.
1: Nice. Yeah, imagine they release like a figure statue of that friggin' outfit. That'd but so um, cool. what I liked about um. What was I going? Oh yeah, the new Krypton arc because it starts off with a six issue like um arc in Action Comics where it's like Superman meets and faces Brainiac um for the first time in this in that, in that and that at the time what was the continuity and he fa- or he faces for the first time like the true form of Brainiac and he finds the spot cities that Brainiac has and he finds Candor like not well not Candor is it Candor Fuck I forgot the city I don't I think it may be Candor. Or Argus, it's one, it's one of the Kryptonian cities, he finds it, and he unbottles it, and pretty much, like, there are now Kryptonians, there are more, there's now a whole city worth the Kryptonians in, like, the world now, and this was, like, a whole thing, because, like, this, it, back when it happened, this lasted for, like, a year, like, in real time, this whole thing was, like, well built up to, because there were now Kryptonians, there was a little tension between the Kryptonians and Earth, because, like, There was like some Kryptonians all like, we don't want to, because Supergirl's parents were still alive, and her dad gets killed by like Earth villains, and their mom's like, all right, fuck this. She then like separates New Krypton, like the new city, and makes a whole new planet, and like General Zod comes back, and like he becomes leader there, and he becomes very complicated. But then Superman then leaves and pretty much decides to live on New Krypton to keep New Krypton from ever attacking Earth. And it's really cool because, like, it's one of my one of my favorite – my favorite Superman villain is Bizarro, but another one of my favorite villains is Zod. And it really does build up, like, you know, Zod and Superman's relationship and stuff and how, like, how Zod felt about, like, his dad and how, like, it transfers over to, like, my hatred of your family to the hatred of you. And, like, there's also a very tragic Kryptonian character named non who pretty much, like, back when Krypton was about to blow up, mm-hmm. non was like, hey, non was a scientist, a brilliant scientist who thought, hey, like, Jor-El's right, Krypton is going to blow up, we should listen to him. And this Kryptonian council, like, pretty much, like, lobotomized non so he's pretty much, like, you know, a very slow, like, very, like, not, like, he's not, he can't, like, think for himself, really, like, he's very, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to think, what's the word, he's, um he's pretty much like disabled now and like in a way he's like he's like he's almost like a vegetable but like still like he can like he's he, he's like a common like he, he can't speak right he's like a brute now yeah. and he just follows superman around because like superman reminds him of Jarrell. so he's there like him following superman around is like the close thing he has to being who he used to be and i'm like jesus christ that's really <laughs> fucking heavy and like that it all comes calma- It culminated in, like, a giant attack on Krypton, which, like, Krypton was destroyed again, and a bunch of Kryptonians just, like, get, like... They turn the sun red, so all these Kryptonians suffocate in space, and it leads to this giant, massive 100-minute war where all the Kryptonians attack all over the Earth, and it's like this giant, massive battle between Superman, Zod, the heroes of Earth, and all these Kryptonians. I fucking love it so much, man. <laughs> I remember reading through it. It's, it's a fucking incredible storyline. That and Batman, Court of, Qu- Court of is fucking incredible. Yeah, I've heard a lot of
0: good things about that. I just never got the chance to read it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really good, man. Yeah, I, I got to get back to reading DC regularly because I remember I was reading their Suicide Squad and really enjoying it. Yeah. Oh my, that's another one you should definitely read. Everyone, go go read Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad because that book is absolutely incredible. Because it it debuts a bunch of new heroes in the Revolutionaries, all very different and very like ex- unique with different like backgrounds, orientations, and stuff like that. It actually yeah. won a uh, it won a GLAAD award for its LGBT representation, and it's really hella good. I actually recommend everyone go read Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> well, this well, we have been paid for by DC. <laughs> Dude, That'd be nice. Way. Actually, now talking, what's your favorite Marvel storyline? My
0: favorite Marvel storyline. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the ones that I've read in the past that have really got me. Probably Civil War.
1: Civil War, really?
0: See, be- it's between Civil War and that Battle World story where the Civil War never ended.
1: That was really cool. See, Civil War, I hear, is a mixed bag for a lot of people. Like, yeah. they're not really sure how they feel about it. And, like, I, I understand why. Um, It's definitely a weird one. It's definitely a mixed bag. But I feel like also it kind of, like, has its place in, um like, you know, in comics. Excuse me. In comics, really. It's a goddamn movie now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, uh, like,
0: I don't know. There's Civil War. That was a good story that I really enjoyed uh there's the battle world like i just said where civil war never ended there's um the secret wars from 2015 was really good um yeah. trying to think of some other ones off the top of my head 1912 is really good
1: 1912 yeah People that know. one is
0: a very good story you
1: mean, you mean 1612 1612
0: yeah 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 that's there what i meant I, thought, I don't know why i said 1912 <laughs> but yeah 1612 is really good um what are some other ones
1: with read me, past. with me, it's got the solo Black ball is definitely up there because I
0: that one's really them. good.
1: That is that is an amazing read. I like, I I have a Ooh, friend. Jeff
0: who, Lemire's Moon Knight from 2015.
1: I've heard. I've heard really. Oh my
0: shit. fucking <laughs> I, god! When <laughs> I really tell you that that book really tackles in on mel- mental illness to the point where like I've had people who read that that have said that they struggle with mental illness in their lives, and for them, it's always the one line where. Moon Knight is just sitting there saying, "I just want to be normal. Like I don't struggle with m- mental illness that much, like um, at, at least not as much as others. Like I have, I may have bouts of anxiety and stuff like that, but other than that, it's like I, I don't really struggle with depression or any other sort of mental illness. I'm just a relatively happy person, um, and I'm lucky for that. But like when I say that, that's the line that really hits home to a lot of people. You, it's like." You can tell Lemire when he's writing it; just he's he's been there, you know, he's he's experienced the 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 downfalls of mental illness and how much it can really just affect your life, and okay. it really shows in that story.
1: Looking at that! I see. I actually just bought them. Um, uh, actually, I actually have the first ten issues right here. It's so cool. I'll just read through that eventually. Definitely,
0: definitely yeah. read it. It's fantastic. Um, it's Jeff Lemire, and I think Greg Smallwood does the art. And man, the yes. art like one of one of the final issues has just the splash of colors and that he puts on the pages is just it's
1: fantastic. See, I really complements uh,
0: the story well. You know,
1: see, I I love uh, Christian Ward's art. The guy who did the art for Black Bolt because I I really just fell in love with that art and style. Oh and yeah, that,
0: that one's another game. one where it's like again the splash of colors. You yeah, know,
1: so it, I love when he screams at one point and it's just the entire two page spread. Yeah. You know what's another good one? Uh, Thanos wins. Thanos wins is incredible. I love that one. Yeah. And it, ma- it made me hate death so much. I'm like, <laughs> you bitch! He has done so much for you! you! You are standing in a dead universe that he killed for you! Pop a teddy <laughs> or something for him, woman! One of my
0: favorite <laughs> Thanos stories comes from Thanos Anniversary. And I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, but there is a story in Thanos' anniversary. You know how the anniversary is. You're just a mishmash of yeah. a bunch of different I have a stories. Theor- I have
1: a theory which one it is, but I'm not It's sure. probably
0: the most evil thing that Thanos has ever done, hands is down.
1: It, is it the one where he walks the woman across the street? Yes.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this story that I'm about to tell you, there's a story in Thanos' anniversary where that's all he does is he helps the lady cross the street. And that's the name of the story. Thanos helps the old lady cross the street. Why it's the most evil thing he's ever done. When you look at it, you read the story and you're reading it. And and, um, he tells it tells you, like, you know, Thanos just helped this old lady across the street. But because he helped this old lady cross the street, it set off a series of time events where basically this woman that I I think if he didn't help the lady cross the street, the bus would have swerved out of control and almost hit and like i think it would have hit a woman and while she was recovering she basically would have gained these like this ability to basically end every single bout of bad things in the world like it would she would have solved world hunger she would have cured all diseases <laughs> like she would have she would have fucking just did it all like the world would have been at peace if this lady would have basically gotten hit by this bus if i'm remembering this correctly i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up here real quick quick just gotta just gotta stall you guys here because i don't want people making fun of me for not getting this story right (laughs) thanos helps lady across street okay so here we go i just pulled it up basically it's oh it's not even thanos anniversary it's the thanos annual um Mm -hmm. and basically it reveals that during the time when thanos possessed the infinity gauntlet he was able, able to use the time gem to pinpoint the exact moment at which he might bring about the greatest number of possible deaths, besides killing half the universe with the snap of his fingers, obviously. (laughs) Uh, He basically delayed a bus driver with a glare and assisted an elderly lady across the street. What they reveal in the story is that, his random act of kindness averted a chain of events that ultimately would have brought about universal peace by delaying the bus. He prevented a young woman named Stephanie Kircher from accidentally bumping into a woman named Suzanne. This prevented the inspiration that would send Stephanie down a path to single-handedly ending world hunger and curing multiple diseases. These breakthroughs in turn would end numerous social ills and turn earth into a paradise whose example would inspire other worlds to abandon war and conquest. So, just by simply helping that lady across the street, he basically stopped that entire chain of events. And what's really fucked up about it is when that lady, when that lady Stephanie is on her deathbed, he shows her what would have happened if he didn't <laughs> help that lady across the street. And then she dies. Heads <laughs> <laughs> down, the most evil thing I've heard anybody do. <laughs>
1: Horribly comic book, like geez. it is,
0: but it's just so so evil.
1: <laughs> oh, I was going to throw like one more storyline out there. Uh, Secret Empire. I to this day, I I hail Secret Empire as perhaps the greatest. I've been thinking comic about book. going
0: back to rereading it.
1: It's so it is it reads so well altogether. I honestly, I've been thinking about rereading it all, like starting from like starting from uh of like Secret um, uh, Standoff Aven- Avengers and going all the way. Through Civil War, Civil War, Thunderbolts, that Steve Rogers, Captain America, um, Sam Wilson, Captain America, yeah. all Secret Empire, and like and just reading it all in one go. Cause I also have a lot of Secret Empire science too, cause I I fucking love Secret Empire so much. To me, that is the greatest modern day comic book event, cause it's so well done. That's that one issue alone where they have the dinner with Hank Pym. Is like that to that that is peak yeah. storytelling to me. Like that is amazing. Also, I love I love Hydra Cap as a villain. Hydra Cap as a villain is so. Cool and so and such a unique take, and honestly, it was an interesting commentary on America and where America's headed. Honestly, and yeah. that was a really cool way to take it. And again, like I, 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 I the more I think about Secret Empire, the more excited I think about. It. I always go back and I look at like images of that, man. Sam walking up to Hydra Cap, and then echoing like when Steve walked up to Thanos, and the fight between Hydra Cap. Like what, the good thing about Secret Empire is that like it took you for a ride. You didn't really know how they were gonna stop Hydra Cap because like there were so many different aspects to it Miles with the whole future thing and him being seen over Captain America's corpse Black Widow starting the Red Room over again uh, freaking the resistance of the Cosmic Cube we knew that there was some form of Steve Rogers Bucky was a whole wild card and of course Wakanda wasn't taking shit so literally anyone could have like taken it to Steve Rogers but you weren't sure who but he yeah. kept finding ways to overcome it was such a good oh my god I love that event so much
0: yeah, I got to go back and reread it. I, I it's, think it's, I kind of want get, to get a second take on it.
1: It's 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 to me like it's the greatest Marvel event of the modern age. Like, it's it's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's 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 like that's 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 just long form storytelling, man. I fucking love I fucking love uh, um, fucking Secret Empire. <laughs> Even the poster's awesome too, because you had like cap and it's half the skull, and fucking like you have all the heroes and shit. It had the great comic, it the great like variant covers. Like, oh, Secret Empire, man, so good. I remember feeling gypto though, because Medusa is on the cover, and I yeah. thought, oh, cool, aren't humans involved? No. told you got (laughs) you got you they're they're involved in the tie-ins and not as much as you think they are but like yeah now medusa's not in it yeah medusa's not in it kamala's in it though i remember doctor strange being in it because steve rogers puts the dome of darkness around new york and doctor strange literally like tries to like lead the new york well steve doesn't do that baron
0: zemo does they're not baron zemo baron mordo sorry
1: yeah Yeah, essentially, and, well, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all Hydra Cap's plan, you know? Yeah. I think one of my favorite bits from that whole arc is when Red Skull goes, like, no, like, wait, no, you're gonna replace me? I'm, I'm the OG Hydra! I (laughs) made you, uh, you're fake Hydra! Man, I'll Hydra now, I just gotta change, man. He's like, what? That's not how this works! (laughs) (laughs) what? Uh, what, what what else? I've been, I've actually been binging a lot of comics. Uh, one thing I think you'd be interested in reading, uh, I've been hearing about, is uh, I've actually been reading uh, but catching up on all the Star Wars comics. I'm reading Darth Vader. I know.
0: I want to I want to get back into reading Star Wars Dude, comics again.
1: Darth Vader, I think you'll find very interesting because uh, I know
0: I started it and then I just didn't
1: continue. If you want, I I can give you my comicsology. I have literally like all of them on there. Yeah, I'm but, gonna have uh, to take you up on that. There's there's a really cool moment where uh, there's the storyline right now is uh Vader. Pretty much, like, finds out that Palpatine is literally like building replacements if Vader needs to be replaced, and um, uh, yeah, he I comes heard about and he, that. yeah, he finds like cyborgs and like different like all- augmented people who aren't like Force sensitive, but do things that mimic the Force. And Vader's like, "This is blasphemy! What? <laughs> no! Like, you can't do this!" And Palpatine's all like, "Nah." These are now your co-workers. Like you're gonna let li- you're gonna work with them and if you kill any of them and I find out about it, then well then you're gonna be punished. I was actually explaining to uh, a couple of my uh, my partner last night how like Vader's suit is like another form of like tragic abuse from Palpatine. That and they they didn't know that. Because, I know like, the
0: suit's literally made to just keep him angry. It's it's purposely yeah. uncomfortable. It fucking I remember hearing that like pins will stab at him on occasion and shit.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's uh he it sweating hurts him. Yeah. Uh, it's hot It's itchy He'll hear a random Beep sometimes yep. Also Palpatine Specifically made it Weak to force lightning So he can lash Vader When he needs to Yeah It's, uh, it's fucked up man It's really it's just, fucked it's, up it's, it's another form Of just like you know Vader's just another Prisoner of victim Of Palpatine man Yeah it's it's, it's it's fucked. <laughs> Again, like, it is very cool to see, like, Vader, too, like, as a character, and it really dives into, you know, what, who is Vader, and, like, you know, he conveys so much emotion when you can't, even though you can't see his face. Like, there's a great bit... Where again, one of my favorite scenes in that book of all time is when Vader finds out Luke is his son, and you don't <laughs> see his face, but you just see him staring at the window, and his fist just starts shaking, and you see the and you see like the memory of like Padme going, Annie, like I'm pregnant, and he just starts yeah. shaking harder, and the windows start cracking, you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. But yeah, man, I you would really like. I know you want like more like just like Vader being a badass. You would really like Vader, like Star Wars. I know. War, I need Dark, to get back Vader. into reading it, especially Vader Down, where like it's pretty much like Vader going full Rambo. Yeah. Because like his his TIE fighter crashes on an abandoned planet, and he he can't contact the Empire, so it's just an army of rebels going. We we have a chance to take down Vader. So it's Vader alone on this yeah, planet yeah, against yeah. the I've entire rebel army. Dude, it's so badass. That they, is really badass. He's surrounded by entire army. He's like, You're surrounded, Vader. Give up. He's like, I am surrounded by the four by fear and dead men. And I'm like, yeah. Oh shit. What a dude. badass. Yeah, man. Like if you like if Vader's your favorite Sith now, he's gonna be like your favorite character by the end of that story. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, dude, it's so good. I have the first arc of that uh Vader of the the second Vader like line they did where it's like him right after Revenge of the Sith, so it's Vader in his early days too. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm binging through a lot, though. There was a huge Star Wars sale, so I picked up a lot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Man, comics. It, it feels good to talk comics again, man. I fucking love comics. I know. Me too. Yeah. I, I, I need someone who I can talk, like, regular books with. I picked up a lot of books, too. I picked up uh, Lolita, who... Uh, are you familiar with the book Lolita? No. Lolita is a book about a older, middle-aged, I think, like, 30-year-old man named Humbert Humbert. Who falls in love and wants to ha- and who falls in love and wants to have sex with his underage, like fourteen year old, um, stepdaughter? Oh no! Yes, it's a really fucked up premise, but no. it's one of the but it's one of the greatest like <laughs> it's one of the greatest works of literature ever. And like wow. the whole point of it is like Humbert Humbert in the story is a monster. He is a horrible person, but Sounds the like. writer but the writer writes it writes him so goddamn charming <laughs> it's so oh goddamn God. funny that the point is to make him an unreliable narrator and thus it and so the book is basically challenging you hey don't be charmed by this pedophile don't be charmed by this monster we dare you and you read it and you have to see hopefully he doesn't charm me and like if you do but like for the most part you end up being charmed thus making you An unreliable reader reading an unreliable narrator, which is a whole whole mind fuck, too. I'm very looking forward to, like, reading through it because I I, I picked it up I haven't gone through it yet. Again, I love reading, like, literature, man. Like, uh, I have that. See, a friend of ours made a post all, like, about, like, uh, like having, like... Yeah, I don't read, like, literature, but I have, like, nerdy books on my shelf. Me, I have, like, the Odyssey and I next to Thanos and, like, the Divine <laughs> Comedy and Lolita next to, like, my Star Wars novels. So what does that make me? I don't <laughs> you know? know. Like, I have a stack of, like, classic literature next to my stack of comics. So, like, <laughs> what am I... <laughs> Just what a reader in general, I guess. I guess, yeah. I I I, I need to talk to more people.
0: An English major. <laughs> I
1: oh, oh, don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got. It. I feel like i I feel. I feel like I've been rambling a lot. <laughs> anything else you want to bring up? Anything else? Anything else bring up coming up in your world? You want to talk about?
0: The only thing that I want to bring up before we finish up here, because. We put we we pushed another extra long episode, but that's okay. Oh no, I'm pushing extra long
1: episodes. was like the time, like oh no.
0: I actually kind of like making the long episodes. They're pretty nice, and I think it gives people a lot more to listen to. But oh, nice. what I what I want to bring up is, I do apologize if you guys heard any background noise. Um, I noticed about roughly I'd say about the 50 minute mark somewhere where we were talking about DC comics that I had my window open the entire time and (laughs) sirens were going off in the background. So I do apologize if you guys did hear that normally it's closed. I just forgot about it today. So, you know, hopefully you guys hung in there, you know, obviously I'm going to do my best to try and edit that, edit that out. But if you, if it's not, if it's still in there, you know, so be it. But, uh, yeah, I I promise next week that won't happen. (laughs) But that's all I really wanted to say. Uh anything else you got?
1: Uh, I had a meatball sub and I'm now feeling its effects. So we should- <laughs> Yeah, we should, probably, we should probably get you get you to a bathroom or something. Oh, <laughs> like, we should get you like you're going to walk me there?
0: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come over to your house. I'm going to walk you to the
1: bathroom. <laughs> door. <laughs> my door just kicks out. Blake, come on. let's with me if you want to shit. I'm like, oh, God.
0: Remember remember back when you went to, off to college and I told you straight up that if you ever forgot about me, that I would hunt you down and t- kick down your fucking dorm room door? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? You don't oh remember my that? Oh, God. I made I rem- that promise. <laughs> I remember that. Jesus Christ. I'm uh oh my God! What is there anything else I that I wanted to talk about? Uh oh uh, fully vaccinated people don't gotta wear masks in certain places anymore. So uh, suck it! Yeah, I'm going for my
0: first vaccine tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Look at you, finally, yeah, yeah, finally getting vaccinated. Which one are you getting? I think Moderna. But, oh God, you are below me. You are beneath me. <laughs> I'm a Pfizer man. <laughs>
0: fucking same shit man no it's not it's not <laughs> oh, it's probably not i don't know i don't know about it. i don't know how science works i don't know shit about it. i just want the vaccine i just want to stop wearing a mask <laughs> <laughs> i just want to stop wearing a mask uh
1: yeah i am uh i what is it i um uh, what was I about to say yeah i i our, our friend got moderna our mutual friend he, he knows who he is and uh, they uh, they got upset because uh, I we're, I was saying like Pfizer and they were like no Moderna's better I'm like no Pfizer's better it's like well guess what as a Pfizer guy I got a sticker and he's like fuck <laughs> 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 I didn't get a sticker <laughs> yeah but uh yeah I feel like that's a good way. we started with comic books ended with vaccine talk but I feel like yes. that's a good place to end it yeah definitely.
0: Yeah. All right, everybody. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I have not been posting on Twitter so at all.
1: Before, no, no, no. Before you go, I actually was going to bring that up because I actually had a follow-up I was going to do with your hold them and fold them joke because, like, you, cause you said you want no one to hold them, and then like, you just didn't say, what I was going to say, if you want to know what no one to hold them and what you was going to say after that, go to our Twitter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah. Followed, that would have been funny, but, like, that and then you just, ty- nice. you just type fold up on the Twitter. Oh well, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I still think the one we did was like equally funny though, because it's very all time. Like no one to hold them. fold. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's really good. All right, thank thank you for joining us for episode nine. Yeah,
0: we uh, thank- we hope you enjoyed. We hope you enjoyed the little bit of the long episodes that we've been doing. Um, we know we re- we know we enjoy recording them just as Do much we? as you guys like listening to them. Do we? Are you trying to say you don't?
1: I I don't know. I'm saying something. <laughs> I'm saying I enjoy something. it at least. Prove it. What? Prove it, mister. What's up, fuckers? Like <laughs> last week. <laughs> coming out coming out all the with an attitude. That was so funny. <laughs> was it? Or was it abusive and gaslight?
0: No, the whole point of that was just to fuck around and just like just do a weird greeting and that's what I'm make
1: Look at him making excuses, audience. He fought <laughs> for custody of you and then he just abuses you the next don't week. Don't bring like, this wh- up again. I don't <laughs> want to put in another trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> awful, awful. Alrighty, Rue. It was thank you for joining us for episode nine. You've you've listened to us the first f- couple episodes, so now you're stuck with us, so you know.
0: We gotta think of something for episode ten.
1: Oh fuck. (laughs) That's a a
0: big one. That's like our first milestone, ten episodes.
1: It's our our first double digit.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I already have. I know the episode title for next one. We have to give an episode title for this one. But uh yeah, um we'll we'll think about thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. This is the longest goodbye. Peace.